0: Hi Fanshawe College, this is Ilhan and I'm the multimedia reporter for the Interrobang. Welcome to the podcast. If studying during a pandemic wasn't difficult enough, imagine graduating during what's now being hailed the coronavirus recession. The WE Charity scandal and the confusion surrounding the Canadian Emergency Student Benefit has left many students feeling lost in translation. And that was before classes started. Fast forward today and not much has changed. We still aren't heard and we still aren't helped. So what are we going to do come April for those of us graduating? In the fast-changing world where every week something different, excuse me, in the fast-changing world where every week is different than the next, what will the world look like in April? What will the job market, the economy, life itself look like in April? I don't know about you guys, but I have to talk through my thoughts. So thankfully, I have a podcast, and I am joined by my wonderful colleague, Skylar MacArthur, in hopes of continuing to try and understand what life is in this ridiculousness that we call a semester. Hi, Skylar.
1: (laughs) You messed up my last name, but I mean...
0: Oh, oh no, what did I say? McCarthy. (laughs) Did I MacArthur? What did I say?
1: You said MacArthur, not McCarthy. I
0: wrote McCarthy. It's literally in front of me. I said MacArthur, because in my mind, I've been thinking about somebody with that last name, (laughs) and literally, I'm looking at it, and it says McCarthy, and I'm like, damn it, don't say it, don't say it, don't screw it up, because in my mind, it's like, McCarthy, that reminds me of MacArthur, (laughs) ha, 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 and that's, Yep. No Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
1: Skyler. No worries. Uh, I'm, uh, uh, it's glad to be on the podcast.
0: I am very happy to have you on the podcast. And as I mentioned, you are a colleague of mine, so you work here for the Intero Bank. Tell the viewers, or listeners, I should say, what exactly you do.
1: Um. So for you now, I am a reporter for the 106.9 DX radio station at uh, Fanshawe College. So I d- basically do documentaries, uh, newscasts, and write web stories on the 106.9 DX.com website and then as well i work with the interior bang to post uh, stories as well articles about stuff um you i'm basically kind of like the sports reporter here because uh, no offense no one else knows a lot about sports <laughs> um so uh, uh i'm glad to be a sports reporter here and uh, great to talk to you
0: yeah no offense taken because i do know absolutely nothing about sports that's that is not my expertise <laughs> <laughs> so funny enough that you brought up sports. Um correct me if I'm wrong. I remember we first met, we had a really good conversation as we were talking about earlier when we were traveling to I want to say a conference in Waterloo. And that was probably our first time actually sitting down and meeting even though we worked on the same team for at that point almost a year. <laughs> so it was wonderful to actually sit down and really speak to other people doing what it is that I'm doing. Um and correct me if I'm wrong as I said before, you were from London?
1: Um, so I'm originally from old Sound, Ontario. Okay. Um, born and raised there since I was nine years old. And then I moved with my mom to uh, London when I was about nine and basically lived here since.
0: Okay. So I came here when I was about four. So basically, same difference. We grew up here. Mm-hmm. And you went to Beale, correct?
1: Yes. I went to H.B. Beale Secondary School. Um, no comment about that place at all. <laughs> but, uh, you Listen, know. high school is um, high school. Don't worry about school's it. High school is high school. Um <laughs> I was just glad that I was a, a part of the Beale community because mm-hmm. the Beale community, in my opinion, is actually something special that oh, a lot of uh, other high schools in London don't have. Um, so it was great to be uh, a part of that Beale community.
0: And there you were very into football, correct?
1: Uh, yeah, so I played football basically throughout my high school career. I um, had a few concussions and a few injuries, so um, unfortunately I, I couldn't pursue it much longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, uh, I'm glad to be in the position I'm in today. Um, sometimes it, it's funny when, uh, I go back there and I'm sitting there and I look at all the football photos and I'm like, Oh my God, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, um, I've also, uh, I was also on the, uh, Beal television broadcast. That's where a lot of people actually from Beal know me from. Um, I d- used to do a, um, program called BTV. It, it's, it's comedy sketch type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, um, It was kind of fun uh, just to, like, be yourself in front of a camera. Um, And it was, like, our uh, announcements. um, Like, every day we would have, like, a video announcement uh, live from our studio. So I think Beale is the best place right now, uh, especially in high school. If you wanted to get into broadcasting or journalism or (laughs) want to work with more technology in the broadcast field, I think Beale would be your best suggestion for any, like, young people out there.
0: Was that sketch comedy show and the announcements was that your way into journalism because i was trying to understand because now i have a better sense of who you are because initially i was like this football player went to suddenly journalism and i'm trying to understand where that connection basically
1: happened. yeah basically be um, tv kind of made me into like hmm, maybe i can have like a news career type thing mm-hmm. um it's funny when people ask me um because I actually got, so during our, our prom celebration, um, we had these prom awards. This is a sketch thing. It, <laughs> it, it, nobody was really <laughs> hard on these these awards. Um, yeah. And I was the lucky person to win the Best Spiel Broadcaster Award from all my peers. So I was kind of glad and happy to be recognized. But at the same time, I knew it was a joke. So you know, it, it is what it is. <laughs>
0: So it's an award, and it's an award, and it's exactly what you said before, and it brought you to this position, right? And it's a position you like being, you like being in. So with that being said, it sounds like you want to continue with your career in journalism.
1: It's it's funny, actually, you mentioned that, because um, during the last week or so, I've kind of had other thoughts and other interests I wanted to pursue, mainly just business, mm-hmm. um, but I, I think I'll be sticking around here for a while until I can... Uh, get my grounding a bit and then maybe transition into more of a business podcast type of style.
0: Funny that you said that are, do you think you're rethinking your career now because of COVID or is it just in general, your mind is starting to develop a better understanding as to what your future you want your future to look like?
1: A bit of both actually. So like um, during COVID I found like myself really, really sad and really like broke (laughs) i'm not even gonna lie i've lost my job um not not of any fault by the way Uh, Mm -hmm. this job was great uh it just sucked that covid had to happen and we couldn't be back here Um, but i'm glad to be back here now um uh so i was thinking in my head Back then, I was like, what else could I want to do in my life? Like, maybe after I'm done with this journalism career thing, what else would I want to do? And I've always wanted to start like a business Mm -hmm. of mine, like a podcast business, but like, or even a YouTube channel, maybe. Um, It honestly will just depend on, you know, where things go in life and uh, we'll continue on.
0: During your. I guess second year. This is it's a two year program. Yeah, this, so this I'm is, in my
1: second year, and
0: it's your last year as well, right? Mm-hmm. So, what is April looking like for you? Do you think, based on uh, the information you have today and the ideas that you're having, what do you what do you think April's going to look like for graduation?
1: Well, for starters, um, I think April's going to be a tough, tough, challenging time for most of us. Um, I think by that point, we'll hopefully have a vaccine and if not we'll we'll still be trying to develop a vaccine that's so, if people
0: are going to take it
1: uh i'm
0: that's oh that's a conversation that's for a conversation day. for
1: another day <laughs> um however i think um i think once a vaccine gets developed and more more people actually get uh like injected with the vaccine i feel like afterwards then we'll then we'll see like the covid pandemic really end mm-hmm. um but i don't think an end is in sight anywhere um in 2021. In fact, if I, if you're going to uh, ask me today, I think um, this thing won't even end till 2022.
0: Honestly, I agree. I think we really are. Uh, hopefully, everyone's beginning to see that we're, there's no normal we're going back to. There's a new normal we have to create. And I know you said you want to continue with journalism. You want to add business to it. Do you feel like you've become a better writer, a better journalist based on Being forced with all this news and trying to understand this news, there's no way we can run away from information about the pandemic, and especially in a position like yours as a journalist student. So how do you think it's affected your ability to learn, your ability to create, and just overall your ability to write?
1: I think one of the most important things is that you got to stay on top of everything uh, that's happening. Uh, For example, uh, I was doing a newscast the one morning... Uh, i think a few weeks ago and then we got a breaking news story mm-hmm. that uh another case at a uh, covid uh, uh another case of covid was at a school mm-hmm. so um and that was around the time when you know we were starting to worry about hmm, maybe should we send our kids back to school or should we just let them go to school and make sure that they're safe though as well um but uh, it's a weird time to be in a, a journalist, but it's also a good time because there's so many, so many stuff that's happening. You Why look, is it you, weird? It's weird because you, you – for me, first year, um, there wasn't – I wouldn't say there wasn't much news stories mm-hmm. uh, like there is now second year. But there was more um, – it was more diverse in the sense that, like, you could cover, like, sports uh, – Business, news, like whatever, right? And then now we're in this pandemic. Oh, I'm sorry to tell you, but this pandemic won't stop and no one will shut up about it. <laughs> so um, we're going to have to live with it for probably a good solid few more months, maybe not even then a few more years.
0: Do you think, though, because you said it was hard to still be a, if it's hard to be a journalist, it's weird, but it's also... I guess maybe pushing you forward. Was it, was it's, that rewarding. That you it's rewarding. It's yeah. rewarding
1: when you get pushed forward. Okay. So, um, I, so you're I've,
0: finding it's rewarding then? Yeah. The hard work. Under. Yeah.
1: I mean, the, all the hard work that comes into it. Uh, you've just once you hit that submit button on your web story, or you hit that submit button on your uh, on your, uh, wire story. Uh, it's just amazing when you you just look back at the work you did and say, "Hey, I did that.
0: That's pretty mm-hmm. cool." I'm glad that that's your approach to it, honestly, because mine is just like, get it done and just move on. <laughs> that's where I'm at in the semester, so I'm happier in a healthier place, ideally. that's That makes me happy to hear.
1: Oh, I, I also feel that, too, sometimes. Don't worry. Right now, <laughs> all these documentaries I have to do, holy, Ooh, I just want to yes. get it done.
0: This schedule this young man is on is absolutely ridiculous. I don't understand how this is your program. How is it that you have – what was it? A documentary, two promos for said doc, and what, a web story?
1: A web story with video.
0: With video. For four weeks for the ne- – like you have to do that every Monday for the next four weeks.
1: And it's not just one documentary. No, it's, it's four. Three. Oh, uh, three, three. Excuse
0: me. Three documentaries. Three different promos for each, six different promos for each, and then three different web stories for each. That is insane.
1: It is insane. How but are you,
0: you doing it? Um, <laughs> lots
1: of power naps, uh, oh, like my... you mentioned earlier to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of power naps. Those are healthfully uh, keeping me up. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of Red Bull. <laughs> mm. uh, that's not healthy for you, but kids, uh, if you stay up, you've got to use some Red Bull. Um, <laughs> But um, I think it's just rewarding when you get to see your final like project done yeah. and you're just hitting that submit button and you're thinking, wow, I did this. And it, it, it's funny because I'm not going to lie to you. The schedule's kind of st- – it's not stupid, but I would say it's challenging. It's, it's challenging. Yeah, it's it's challenging. scattered.
0: It's not very structured. Yeah, it's not it's very tr- fair to students.
1: But at the same time, um, I think um, the program that I'm in right now, helps you develop those professional skills. Mm -hmm. And once you get those, because basically we're doing uh, like uh, my um, professor, Jim Van Horn says, you're doing this program because um, you're getting real experience. A and B you're working with professional industry standards. Mm. So a a standard is three documentaries a week, with two promos and all that stuff. Right. So it makes you, it challenges you, but at the same time, it's so rewarding and you get, to basically be a normal journalist, yeah. but w- working from mistakes. college. Yeah, yeah you got exactly. to make mistakes.
0: In That's what, honestly what I love about Fanshawe is that you do get to make mistakes in the classroom while you are practicing for the exact job that you want. However, do you think – it's funny that you brought up industry standards. Industry standards are based on past work. Right now, we're in a time where the entire world is changing. So these industry standards that are that keep being forced down our throats. I'm in the film and production, a film and television production. He's in journalism. So we do have a lot of overlap. But both of us have a lot of industry standards. Do you not think that the industry standards should be changing, and we should be learning about the change that's happening? Seeing that we both agree, coronavirus is not going anywhere. We are facing a new normal. So. What I don't care about industry standards as much anymore. Do you?
1: <laughs> I mean, industry standards. Well, yes, it's probably. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. They're changing by the minute nowadays, uh, especially with like all the coronavirus mm-hmm. happening. Um, but at the same time, change isn't change is weird. But you can adapt to change, and, and that's that's what I like about um, industry standards. Sometimes mm-hmm. too is that industry standards will change often as well. So it's not like I'm not used to actually having to change, like, oh, adapting to this or that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just got to learn it. And and that's what I like about my program is because of the fact that learning from our program, mm-hmm. and especially right now, considering uh, the time we're in, yeah. I mean, it's great to be um, adapting to those changes. Mm-hmm. And then once you get into the, like, once you graduate, you basically know what you're doing mm-hmm. I'm assuming within a one-year gap that you get a job, right? So it's like you have to try and get a job as fast as you possibly can, but at the same time, you know what you're doing.
0: So adapting to industry standards, it's great that you said you can do that. Do you feel like you're getting help from your professors to be able to do that? Oh, or
1: is 110%. It- I mean, the professors okay. in my program have been... Super kind, super Mm -hmm. like. It's funny because they tell us that if we need to make some changes, just let us know, and Mm -hmm. we're all sitting there like, no, this is this is what we need to do. This is how we we want to do things, and uh, we got to push ourselves to uh, bigger heights.
0: Is being on campus helping you, do you find?
1: Oh, 110%. Um,
0: must be nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it must be nice, but must yes. Must be
0: nice to get an education. Um, wish but, my program was like that.
1: <laughs> but uh, I, I love the fact that it's a blended program mm-hmm. um, because uh, I was working with uh, the radio station in the summer. So I, it's not like I wasn't working in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so the but radio it was,
0: station was still running? The,
1: ra- the radio station was still running in the oh, summer. Okay. But the problem was because of the fact that we had um, – it, it was because of the Shut fact down. that the coronavirus was still out and looming mm-hmm. everywhere at that point. We had to do it from home. And while, yes, it's nice to wake up in the middle of a bed nap and then get into work mm-hmm. um, just straight away, it's also kind of like I want to hear. Feel that real world experience um during my first week of um going back into school uh, working with the 106.9 the x radio station during the semester i actually went out and did a press conference made some mistakes <laughs> audio got corrupted oh, so no. that was fun Ooh. but at the same time it like you get a lot more learning experiences by being out at the classroom mm-hmm. being outside and just working
0: Absolutely. I agree with you with that. The most experience, especially with the industries that we're trying to work in, it's hands-on experience. Um, I'm glad that you're having a much better experience with your professors than I am because it is a shit show. <laughs> it really is. Because when you said you're in a blended program, can you t- tell me what blended means for you? How many days, on, on, uh, how many days of, out of the week are you on campus?
1: So, it honestly depends on which rotation you're in. Um, if mm-hmm. you're in the newscast rotation, you're basically there every day. Okay. <laughs> um, if you're in the multimedia rotation, which is what I'm in right now, actually, yeah. um, I would say to you, you probably only need to be there two times a day. Um, and or two times a week, you mean? Two times a week, sorry. Yeah. No, oh my no, goodness. that's okay.
0: I was like, two times uh, a day? <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, two times, uh, two times a week, uh, one Monday, one Friday. Mm-hmm. And then um, with... Um, Reporting, you could basically try and do it from home, but you still have, like, classes you got to do and stuff like that from school, too. So um, on a normal lifestyle like us, it just depends on which rotation you're in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a rough estimate and yeah. say probably two days a week.
0: Yeah, that sounds about two to three days a week. That sounds like a blended program. I'm on campus one once every two weeks, and that's only for... I think maybe six weeks out of the semester. That's it, and uh, I'm like, that is not enough <laughs> at yeah, all. Yeah,
1: uh, I mean, I'm going to be honest. That isn't enough. <laughs>
0: exactly, it's not at all. And we have like two hours, and it's not enough time with the professors. We all have questions. Like it's it's ridiculous. But sounds like I chose the wrong program. Uh, <laughs> at least for my last year. So who knows what my April's going to look like? But I'm happy for you, Sky. <laughs> Um, This podcast has been me complaining so much, so (laughs) hopefully there's students out there that feel me. Otherwise, my bad, guys. I complain a lot. But uh, (laughs) switching gears real quick, as two people from London, like we grew up here, you were here from nine, I was here when I was four. As a journalist, do you feel like, how does it feel to develop your critical eye in the city? Do you see London differently now that you're becoming more and more aware of just everyday news, everyday life and experiences?
1: Not really, actually. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's weird to say that because you would think from being a journalist, you would think, oh, I know so much more about the city than mm-hmm. when I first got here. But really, it was just like, for me, it's just going out there and getting the story and then coming back to the studio and trying to figure that all out. Um, but for me personally, is <laughs> it's weird when you say that because I feel at one hand there is, but mm-hmm. at the other hand um, – I'm just so used to being in the city for so long, right? So you kind of you kind of know where each and every place is. Um, so like White Oaks, Pond Mills, downtown. Like I basically know the city now to the back of my hand. So at first you would think, yeah, maybe. But if you were actually moving, if I would think that question, if you were moving into, like say for instance, you graduated from let's say Lampton College, and then we're moving to London as a journalist, then I think so.
0: So you don't think it's it's de- in developing your critical eye, it's not really affected your view in London.
1: Not really. Okay. Um, I'm, I I love the city of London. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some issues um, that I'm not going to mention here because that's for a topic for another day. <laughs> but, AKA
0: your three documentaries that you got to do.
1: <laughs> but uh, as well, uh, I think it's just, uh, I think it's a great city to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some issues, but.
0: For Don't me, worry. it's had it's had the opposite effect. It's made me look at London, not differently, but more critically, and it's it definitely opened my eyes to a lot of what's happening in the city, um, and it's made me think think about. What I can do differently, I think that's mostly the impact it made me realize that there's a lot that I can do as an individual to change and to be the change that I want to see. So it's been interesting for me to develop a critical eye here. So
1: it's funny because um, when I was about three years old, mm-hmm. uh, so this is when I was a little Skyler, <laughs> um, uh, I, um, I was at my aunt's place, uh, at my aunt, aunt um, oh My goodness, Aunt Marion's place, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a newspaper on the ground, and so me being the curious child, I said, I'll read it. Why not? <laughs> and my parents and my grandparents were so impressed, by the way, of me actually reading out the newspaper as I'm literally three years old. And, uh, it's, it's crazy to like think that from that to now in the position i'm in it's really it's really cool
0: so that would be uh, like an awakening for you would you would you say it's more of an awakening for you or more when you look back in your life that that was a moment that you realize oh i i've always wanted to do this like i've always wanted to be in this environment
1: yes and no um at first i actually wanted to be an astronaut because uh, a kid uh, <laughs> yeah you know, we'd love to go to <laughs> space um but at the same time i had journalism in the back of my mind thinking Maybe this could be the right career for me if I actually do well, succeed, have a good personality. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, but I, I there's certain points where you have to have a good personality, and when you have to get serious. And I think I have that mindset where it's like, okay, I have a good personality now. It's time to switch and mm. be more serious.
0: I see. I see. So, of course, as I mentioned before, I complain a lot, and all of you have been listening to me complain for a good month now. So I'm going to try and end this on a more positive note. Of course, we're all well aware of the negative impact COVID has had on all of our lives. What is one positive thing that has happened since the pandemic, because of the pandemic, excuse me, that's, uh, that's been positive in your life? What positive outcome has happened? I think
1: I've, I've looked at myself more and made me realize I needed some self-care. Mm. Um, it's weird because um, most of the time, whenever I think self care, I'm like, "Oh, I'm shy from that. I don't want self care. Like, care. I care about myself already too much. Like, I don't. I don't need that, right? But um, especially with this pandemic that happened, uh, at first I felt really, really sad and down and depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of those, and uh, some days, like uh, some days, like this past week, uh, I felt the same way. I felt really sad and, you know, I needed some help, mm-hmm. but me then realizing, okay, where can I get this help? And they will help. And honestly, the Fanshawe counselors—I know you've been—you're probably listening to this. Thank <laughs> you so much for helping me throughout this this crazy time. Um, you guys are the best. Um,
0: shout out to fans, Fanshawe Counseling Services.
1: Sh- shout out to Fanshawe Counseling Services. You guys are the real MVPs.
0: Honestly, they really are because they're the only ones listening to any of us going through everything that's happening. I, so. I, if,
1: if you were a student right now and are currently struggling, I would currently suggest going to Fanshawe Counseling Services. They are the top notch of counseling.
0: Also, if you prefer not to go in person, you can always email them as well if you go on Fanshawe's website. Exactly. But I'm glad that the counseling services have been helpful because it is really a stressful time, and that's a great message to leave everybody with, that take care of yourself, mind, body, and spirit. And so and be, been, been be healthy.
1: I, I, I just want to be mentioned, be healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, when I'm back, we're well, looking back at the pandemic, not going to lie. I've, a junk food i was eating
0: candy right beside me (laughs) i'm
1: not trying to like i
0: I feel that trust Um, me
1: (laughs) and um but like there's always time for sweets and and eating junk food and Mm -hmm. stuff like that but for me uh i took a more healthy approach to living so i am starting to cook my own meals now i'm starting i know it's surprising because normally i never cook (laughs) um and um just trying to like make ends meet um you know you cook the dishes, do that, all that stuff, right? But it—it's it, kind of like it's a funny thing to kind of look back at and think, "Wow, I used to be a kid that does nothing besides gaming and eats junk food, <laughs> and to now I'm actually like, I'm trying to currently get a six pack going, um, Listen, summer you body. Plenty,
0: summer bodies is—you make summer bodies in the winter time, so you got plenty of time.
1: Exactly. Um, I'm working on that six pack right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm starting to eat healthier again. So um, I'm really happy.
0: It sounds like you're excited for for graduation. There's a lot of things to come. Yes and no.
1: Yes and no. Yes and no? There's... the one big thing I have, like, going on in my head that I'm thinking, oh, no, what could we – like, what could April bring me mm-hmm. is the economy. And I think the economy might be the biggest thing. This is the biggest econo- uh, economy e- collapse since oh, yeah. the Great Depression. It's
0: a, it's a recession. We are in a recession right now, one that we've never lived before, worse than the 2008 one.
1: Exactly. And it, it's one of those things where you're just sitting there like, oh, okay, Um We'll see what happens. So hopefully, I'll a- be able to find a job. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you you have to have that. You don't have to have stress, but you always have to think. Okay, if I cannot find a job, it's certainly in journalism, mm-hmm. what do I do? Yeah. And obviously, I have c- a couple backup plans in case. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, um, I'm just trying to stay focused, graduate, mm-hmm. and uh, get through it.
0: Well, you're on the right track, honestly. Like you said before, the skills that you're learning now, you're working at a fast pace. So by the end of it, you can do whatever you want.
1: <laughs> exactly. Like I could, in theory, I could make my own podcast as soon we'll as I'm that, out of the see? program.
0: Exactly. Check, wait Wait for Skylar's uh, come up, his podcast, his, uh, what was it? What else were you saying? A video YouTube page? A uh,
1: video, uh, uh, YouTube creation, yeah. YouTube
0: creation, okay, okay. We'll make sure we keep an eye out for Skylar McCarthy said it right this time i got it okay see (laughs) any last things you want to add skylar
1: um uh i hope everyone is doing okay with this pandemic i know everyone's been kind of struggling don't worry we'll get through this
0: well thank you for that message of hope And I also second everything that you said. We will get through this. Try your best to work as much as you can, so long as you take care of yourself mentally, physically, and emotionally. And we will get through the semester together, one podcast at a time. Exactly. (laughs) So don't forget to check us out at Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music. And follow us on Instagram, guys. Come on now. Help us out. Talk to us. Interact. We'd love to hear what you're thinking about this podcast, about life. And once again, send stories about what's happening in your life during the pandemic. Thank you again, everyone. See you later.